Okay, this is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Average Fest Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, this episode's getting posted a little late today, but that's okay. We got the episode posted. I had to go through and clean up some of the audio. This one took a little bit of time to edit. I had to rescue it, okay? The audio file is a little <laughs> was, it was a little rough to listen to at first, but hey, anyways, we got it taken care of, guys. We're getting the episode posted for you guys. Once again, this is a conversation that I had with my friend Daniel back in October of last year. And uh, he's been joining me on the Monday chats. We've been doing the Monday web traffic roundtables with Daniel and Mark. And um, so this uh, conversation is uh, uh, one that we had back in October. And I, what you've seen over the last five, six, seven months has been me trying to. I've I've listened to this podcast, this this conversation, right? And I've developed my website, my podcast, and my content around some of the ideas that we talked about in this conversation, right? So it's been seven, six, around that, around six months of innovation since this conversation. That kind of gave me a, a starting point. And I've been following some of the steps, some of the things that we talked about. I'll go back and listen to this conversation and think, think about, <coughs> excuse me think about some of the things that we talked about and think about where can I implement some um, some change? Where can I innovate? Where can I reinvent some things on my website with my podcast? You know, what are the areas of weakness that I need to attack, that I need to address and I need to plus? Walt Disney used to do this. Um, he had this thing called plussing where he would find places in the park that weren't necessarily up to snuff. They weren't functioning. They weren't doing things performing as well as they were supposed to. So he would sort of look for these areas that need to be plus and that's what he called it. We need to start plussing things in the park. And that's the same sort of idea with my website, with my content. I go back, I'll look at a month's worth of, of content and I'll see where can I, where can I um, implement some change to get some plussing going on, right? Where can I polish this and get it to the next level? Where can I innovate uh, for my brand? So uh, in this conversation, we kind of talk about that a little bit. I hope you guys uh, enjoy what you're listening to. Once again, drop by the website, www.averagefiles.com for your specialty craft roast coffee. That's specialty craft roast coffee with notes of honey, fig, tobacco. Oof, that's right. This stuff is so good. There's also a 12-ounce bag there as well. And if you need a graphic or a website, let us know. That's what we do. We're here for some web solutions. Average Sales Podcast. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Tell me about it. What Jeff. happened? They were trying to talk about marketing. Uh, the marketing guy wanted to talk Average about Sales Podcast. So you <laughs> cannot expect any more, anything more or less than this. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you another thing about average. The power of averages is what my mm. theory is. Right. If if average is the expectation, which it should be, average should be the expectation, right? If you roll the dice. And there, there's, you know, if there, if it's, who knows if it's a weighted dice or not, there yeah. is an average, you know, number that'll hit more than others or something, right? So here's my thought about the Average Fellows podcast. Like, if you expect average, you'll never be, you'll never, you'll never be let down because it's expected. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and I think part of it is to trick them into expecting average and then to over-deliver. And then over-deliver. Yeah, how are you ever supposed to work miracles? You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There it is. Expect average and then over-deliver. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do with that stupid nicotine thing. It's like, we're comic book people. And they're like, that's kind of weird. 
And it's like, we're weirdly put together, actually. Like, here's yeah. the business plan. And they're like, what the fuck? Why are these people... Why do they got why a business plan? these people know anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that's the thing you want to do, is under-promise, over-deliver. Under-promise, over-deliver. Because if you over-deliver, or if you over-promise and under-deliver, then you're a piece of shit. That's exactly, that's exactly what the big dudes are doing. That's what Amazon's doing, right? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> they're delivering on time, but they're, they're crushing skulls underneath those... <laughs> They are, dude. They yeah. are Amazon and Google. <laughs> um, also, too, I want. Okay, so I want to talk about this. Uh, you, the last conversation that we had, you talked about pillars in marketing. Oh yeah. Um, can you t- can you talk about that idea again? Like, what are some of the pillars? Oh yeah, this actually kind of gets me to sort of what I was thinking in terms of giving you some general advice. Um, I mean, you can kind of break that down into whatever makes the most sense for you or your business. Like, what what are the actual pillars of it? Um, but just in a broad way, I would say in any plan you're coming up with, um, I would just use these three, uh, which will sort of subdivide and, you know, whatever. But um, so I think brand, uh, inbound marketing, and then outbound marketing or inbound strategy and outbound strategy. So first you make sure your core thing is as good as it can be. Or, like, as consistent, or, you know, you got to make sure that the brand and the product are, like, are set. And once you do that, then you can move into sort of the inbound marketing strategy, which is to prepare yourself for some inevitable success in the future. Okay. Or to also, you know, start getting those SEO things, like, to to build a network that is communicating with itself well, that you can monitor well. Um, so now you've established yourself, and you've established, like, so you've built a house, and you've built a awesome driveway to the house right yeah and then the entire outbound strategy is sending like party invites right (laughs) to that house so at that point that's when you have to create like i think in the case of this podcast you know like the excel sheet of like okay who's in my weight class uh what businesses might be sort of interested just in at least talking to me maybe maybe you're not promising them anything you're no roi yeah um but you're you're interesting enough in what they're doing and you're like oh would you mind doing this um and you can sort of soft pitch it at that point uh, but then eventually to just start grinding, like to just be like throwing yourself out there constantly. And, um, you know, ads will be a part of that as well. Uh, but it's it's like how we, you need everything to be ready for the, I, for the flood of people to yeah. come in. So th- that's the thing. Okay. So you said it's like, okay, so you built a house. Yeah. You built an amazing driveway to the house, right? You sent out the invites to the party, to the to the party, the housewarming party, right? So, yeah. like, I've had friends over to the party. We kind of like, okay, this is a cool house to party in, right? Yeah. Okay, so now let's 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 take let's what did what did we like about the party? Let's focus on what we liked about the party. Let's let's take those things up to ten percent. Let's prepare to send out those invites to bring people back to the party. Now that we know how to party hard, yeah. When we get people to come back, they're going to join the hard party, you know what I'm saying? And then it's providing that hard party, the house that they like to party in. Yeah. Dude, this yeah. is such a good... It's the, know, this is the very simple... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to grab another beer. I'll call that party <laughs> Draw that party target. Gosh. That's never... I, okay, so... But as, yeah, so that, that is kind of a simple way to, to think about it is... Yeah, you know, first, really lock down what you got. Right. So that... You know, you've done the best thing you can do. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, then it's all the boring shit of like, okay, make sure I can study what is working. 
So you get all the analytics things worked out. You figure right. out what your keywords are so you can start pushing SEO. Maybe you're not building a blog yet. You know, that's like long-form stuff. It doesn't really need to happen. But as long as like your ecosystem is fine. Like anytime right. someone tries to fuck with what I'm doing at work, I'm like, you're killing the rainforest, man. You're killing you're it. You're killing the rainforest. Um, <laughs> and I, I would descri- like I describe my ads as like a... I forget if there's a specific word for it, but like a, a shrub kind of garden or like... Or, like, people are making statues of things. Yeah. And, like, oh, this one ad, like, pfft, that became, like, a turtle dove. Like, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's 100 feet tall. And, like, some other ads, like, oh, man, maybe the weather was bad and it killed it. Or maybe the, the seed was bad or I groomed it incorrectly. Yeah. Because um, that is another thing. is like, like I mentioned with, you know, data fidelity. It's like you need time to make informed decisions. But things you forget about are, like, events in the world. Yeah. Like, our second viewfind... Uh, Kickstarter did super well and then Trump got elected wow we ran the fucking thing at th- like we didn't think about the election we were so like locked into like oh we have to put this out it has to ship for Christmas yeah and then like a week into it it was like November or like, maybe two weeks into it November, like Trump wins the election yeah and it's like ah we should have thought about that um because your whole entire marketing strategy didn't anticipate this disruption in the world. Yeah, and people are suddenly afraid of now disposable money. money. Yeah, it yeah. isn't the same thing. Um, wow, dude. That's and it's deep. like you got to think about holidays. Is like people aren't aren't doing as much shit like in you know the holiday months, or occasionally for spending. Like if they're selling something, maybe I don't, I don't quite know how it worked with the podcast market. Yeah, but it well but for so, for the current job I work at, like when people take vacations, yeah, nothing converts. Because these are all people at like at work, I guess now in their homes, looking for work solutions. So when there's like Memorial Day weekend or Fourth of July, there's like ten days where no one's doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now I have to adjust my spend and I have to adjust my expectations. So there's this whole like external factor of like, what is the world doing? Yeah. Um, which is something that can you know you can lose the the forest or the trees for the forest or whatever. Um, with not thinking about it is like. You know, if you're going to push a podcast and say, like, we descend into some kind of crazy dictatorship or something, like, whoever, yeah. you know, worst case scenario stuff. Worst case like, scenario. Like, okay, this, is, this might be a little tone deaf. Like, maybe now is not the time. Yeah. Uh, things to, to keep in mind. You know, whereas with the pandemic, when people are at home, people are thirsty for content. Yeah. Um, is giving them something comforting and optimistic in that environment. Wonderful. Um, but eventually... Thing is now at this point you're you're like two years into the data is like okay well what how, how do I typically behave around Memorial Day how do I yeah. behave around Martin Luther King Day like so it, it it's just a, a universe you have to inhabit it, but you have to make sure it's all set up well first because when I got to this current job um it took months for the CEO to trust me because they'd clearly been fucked over by a bunch of marketing people right because the greatest scam in my industry is consulting. Is everyone's yes. just like, oh, I can tell you all of this shit. Yeah. Pay me $100 an hour. And yeah. I've worked with companies that have paid consultants $100, 200 an hour. Wow. And I remember being on a phone call with this woman who was one of our consultants and, like, timing it. Just be like, every minute it costs this much money. Wow. And, like, she didn't help us at all. Wow. And my boss, a very Japanese guy, you know, has without sounding too general, has some cultural perceptions built in. Right. Age, experience, or more value than other things. Right. So, like, I could have said the same thing that she would have said, but he wouldn't have trusted me. Right. And I didn't, at the time, know how to make myself 
be heard in those ways. Right. So it's like, and then when I got to the next company, I'm like, oh, these people have obviously been burned. And I got into their website, and their website was shit. Oh it was laid God. out like a fucking mess. Their their word like their their content management system was WordPress, and they weren't using posts. They were using pages. They had like 130 pages in WordPress, which is fucking. Um, but yeah, so it took like six months, I think, for the guy to trust me at all because he'd wow. been burned so many times, and he spent thousands and thousands of dollars on these marketing people that tell you like, oh yeah, I know the secret, I know the thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's they don't. But so, so here's the thing. <laughs> but too, it's is, an easy thing to market. Is like, oh, I can tell you how to market better. You know. Yeah. You shake your tits at them and like hope that they throw money at you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, so, okay. So that's the thing too. Okay. So, uh, so you you talk about experience and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, you talked about experience and stuff, and so for me, like what I've seen, like that, I, as soon as I, I, you know, I Google, I YouTube everything. I YouTube everything. I'm an average fella. Yeah. I YouTube everything to get my information, and I just see hundreds of dudes out there. Hawking podcasts, know-how, PDF files, and clickbaity stuff to get you to follow their funnel, to get to their actual landing page, to buy an actual $100 worth of curriculum from them, right? Yeah. And for me, like, I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't think, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think they did that to become the best podcaster ever. I don't, I think that they did that just to create another avenue of putting their name on something or create another you know, SEO turnout, you know, yeah. to boost my name, right? So, like, I know people, I looked at podcasters who have maybe three different podcasts, and one's the one that they focus on, the other two are, like, weekly five-minute um, posts that they put up just to generate, you know, some traffic, and they'll put yeah, three minutes I, worth of ads. I do know posting a lot of content is appreciated by whatever algorithms the podcast gods pray to. Right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, completely, is, I, I told you I was going to do some research on specifically how podcasts were working, and yeah, I googled like a couple things, and I'm like, I, I cannot show up to talk to Zach after having watched like a 10 minute YouTube video on how to market podcasts, so I just didn't watch any of it, and I was like, okay, no, I'll show up with the information that I know to be true about the things I know what to be true about, and we'll talk about that. And once we've talked that out, then I can go home and watch a couple YouTube videos. And, yeah. And filter that through my own experience and knowledge. Because um, we were working with a podcaster before the pandemic, before we fired him. I feel so bad for that. That guy was lovely. Oh, man. And our CEO fired him. He, our CEO was not cool about it. Like, oh, he's man. a super severe, like, Eastern European guy. Yeah. And the night before they let him go, I wrote my manager, like, a long email. Like, we really haven't seen how this will affect us. Like it's really unfair just to fire this guy like you know if you have to do it like be as kind as you can like I think this could be a really valuable asset yeah um and my manager agreed and, and she passed it on but I guess her CEO was just a dick to him and I'm like no but eventually he'll come back cause he's he just had a kid so he's he's, he's hurting he's in the UK though he's a really lovely guy right but um so yeah I didn't want to just throw I didn't want to recapitulate like a BuzzFeed article about like top ten marketing your podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I I didn't want to come in here with any of that that shit. It's like now I know some things about what I do. I've been doing it for like six years. Yeah, exactly. So I think I can tell you things that are generally true. Well, and then I'm... I would love to do some more research on podcasts specifically, because <laughs> somewhere in that bullshit of people trying to make money on it, yeah, there is some nugget of truth in there somewhere. Um, it's like I've been struggling with Tony Hawk 
and I looked up, like, okay, how do I get those million point combos? What the fuck do I gotta do? Whose dick do I gotta suck? To get the million point <laughs> combos. Yeah, and I watched one video, and they, like, recommended, like, a couple little things that I never would have thought of. They're like, do this, and you'll be fine. And I was like, oh, if you grind the same rail twice without a bend in it, your balance suffers. Like, don't use special, just little shit. I'm like, oh, those couple little nuggets of truth, like, really changed my Tony Hawking. Right. And that is, that probably is true with podcasts. There's probably like two or three really simple things that if you figure those out, will be like a plus one. It'll boost it. So, learning everything else and then trying to figure out what specifically for podcasts is like the the plus one. Yeah. Well, I mean, audio quality for me is a plus one as a listener. Oh, yeah. As soon as I hear that the echo in the background a lot of reverb on a podcast yep it's not a podcast anymore you're I'm not in. listening to Pearl Jam right now I don't want it exactly no it needs to be like the sound needs to be up in your ear like my voice guy has to be like inside you you yeah. know what I'm saying that's when it's a podcast um, still weirds me out how good of a radio voice you have thanks man well so it's funny it's like that I I attributed to the two packs a day for five six years. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was the butter. That's the butter on it right there. Um, what happened? Toasted it. Put yeah, some exactly. butter on it. Put some butter on it. Put some cream in that coffee. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Uh, let me think about any other any other questions. Okay, so what other forms of uh, marketing or web marketing should startups look into besides social media based platforms and SEO? That's great. That's a great question. I think sort of finding ways to meaningfully cross-promote, which has sort of been at the heart of a lot of what we've been talking about, is is huge. Is figuring out ways where you can actually be strategic. Um, aside from that, I suppose building like a, you know, a database of, of emails is like to have something like a MailChimp in place where you're getting sub- like subscriptions from people. Like I've worked with a lot of automated email systems where you create this huge web of like, Someone does this, they get this email, however they participate in that email, pops them out somewhere else, waits a couple days, sends them another email. Like, you know how you get infinite yeah. emails every day? Is like, there is some power in that, especially if it's, like, well-curated and well-cultivated. Um, so maybe something, depending on what it is, like, this might be more applicable for people who are literally selling a thing. Right. Um, is, like, to have, like, a pop-up, you know, if you're on a website is trying to sell you something have a pop-up, like, enter your email address for 10% off. Like, there's so many websites that do that now. Right. It's crazy. And you collect that email. Yeah. And then you can you can start sending them stuff. You can start sending And they're getting, you know, 10 15% off. Almost any place I, I shop online, I'll, I'll try to do that because most places will give you 10 or 15% off on the first purchase. Right. So you just, you know, free, free email, free email, free email. Most of them don't check credit cards or addresses, so that's fine. I mean, like, for... Save a couple bucks here and there, you know? <laughs> This goes back to this whole entire strategy of like, um, knock and the door will be open. Mm-hmm. Seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah, it's kind of like it kind of goes back to that as far as like a business. Like for me as like a podcaster, that's something that I'm I'm noticing more about. Like if you if I just here's one thing like being the like googling this stuff. Like you start to like you. ROI, right? Return on investment. I hear yeah. these guys dropping that all the time. Like it's some big old like, oh yeah, your ROI. You're like, what does that mean? And then to find out that it means return on investment, I feel super dumb right now. Like, wow, yeah. these dudes are these call these these freaking wannabe. Oh you no, know, if you want to sound, yeah, if you want to sound like if you want to just talk people in circles, it's yeah. so easy to just like drop terms. 
Yeah. Because, like, if you just out-jargon someone, like, you immediately sound like you were talking about, like, well, you know. <laughs> ROI. Yeah. Uh, Facebook ads. Well, but that... Which, could... I mean, ultimately, it is an important metric if what you're doing is spending to make money. Right, right. Well, but the, if yeah, exactly. it, you're, you kind of have an intangible. So for you, it's more about creating, like, a network. Yeah. And creating a broad audience. And eventually, you can monetize that audience. You said, like, 4,000 downloads a month yeah. is sort of the, the breakthrough point. So I don't quite know what the value of the monetization is at that point. But then you then once you have money coming in, then you can start balancing like, yeah. okay, what is my spend? What is my return on investment? So what are the key performance indicators of that return on investment? So here's how do I want to monitor it? Here's like a I guess here's like a I guess an idea like I don't know, can I, maybe you can talk about this a little bit. So for me, what I've noticed is that I have I have an Instagram account that has four hundred has almost five hundred followers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I post one thing, I get anywhere from three to five likes. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I post. It can be a picture of my shoe. Yeah. Okay. So at some point in time, is there just a number according to every hundred followers? Oh. Is there like a target that you should, that you can shoot for? Like, so like if I have 10,000 followers, right? Mm-hmm. And I post something, I can guarantee 20 likes. I can guarantee like, you know, 10 or a hundred likes based upon every... Um. I would, I would assume the answer is no, but there will be like some statistical probability. And then there's like, like <laughs> and the fluctuation is if your if your graphic is attractive, it's plus or plus or minus. A yeah, you will. You know? Yeah, eventually you'll hone in on those numbers. But I would, <laughs> in my experience with digital growth marketing, I would never ever use the word guarantee. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 But yeah, eventually you'll if you have found that for your personal account, then you know that's true enough. Um, and you will find it for everything else, eventually. That there is a, there is something. So, eventually, what you're interested in is the, uh, how it deviates from the mean at that point, right? Like, how yeah. it, is it too high? Is it too low? What, in what works against you? What works for you? And then you'll be shifting it. So the number will be a right. moving target. Okay, so talk about as clean, you interpret it. How <laughs> about clean data compared to dirty data? So, mm-hmm. so I'm imagining like um, maybe. Uh, dirty data would be like somebody they they download it but they don't listen to it, or I don't know. Oh no, actually I would take that as a win. Oh, because okay. <laughs> my my job is just for numbers to look good. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the CEO. Okay. In this case, you're the CEO and you're the director and the actor. You're, you're the talent and the and the the chieftain. Um, so for me, what dirty data means is that the data is not representative of anything. So like. I once ran an ad, a global ad for Viewfine, and we spiked from like a couple thousand likes to like 20,000. We spiked like 10,000 likes overnight, all out of India. Wow. It's not true. We didn't get that many likes. Yeah. No, like that, those are bots. That's a problem. That's not real. And when you get something like Google Analytics hooked up, you'll see traffic just from random fucking places. And, like, the reason, like, the CAPTCHA things are, are there for submitting forms and stuff is because, like, there'll just be these random, like, just attacks that don't make any sense. Like, I don't know what they're getting out of it. There'll just be, there's just, like, noise. The internet is full of noise. Yeah. And, you know, social media, it'll be less present because it's usually at least people. Yeah. So unless you see, like, something as prominent as what we saw, like a 10,000 spike in uh, likes from India... Um, you know, we identified that really quickly, but at the same time, 
it was like, oh, now it looks to the world that we have 20,000 likes. Yeah. So some people do use that for evil. Right. Where you buy fake likes from server farms in India. Well, they did that in Silicon Valley. The yes, TV show. exactly. Yeah. Which is the most cool version of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, for a while I stopped watching the show because, like, I was upset how adjacent it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to... I do this at work. I don't want to see it at home. They're just like flipping deals, million dollar deals all the time. Yeah. I mean, like, oh my God. So I'm just like the guy in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> like in the company that's getting fucked over. <laughs> um, we were almost on the show though. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think it's season two or three where they like hit the Boston Dynamics robot and the people come out with the, the dog robot. And yeah. Kick it. They were supposed to be wearing a viewfind. Wow. Um, and they were like, the prop master called us and he was like, oh man, we need, we want a viewfind. I was like, oh, they don't exist yet. We have a couple pre-production models. I could send you one of those. And my boss was like, yeah, send them one. But the thing didn't fucking work. Wow. Like the, the little, uh, the mounting device, the clip, the, the plastic, the elastic didn't work. It didn't matter that the real thing didn't work because they just wanted to have it on there so it looked stupid and nerdy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it got there. And on the day of the shoot, they tried to put on the glasses and the rubber snapped. Wow. Like, we can't mount it. Um, get it off. And it was like, no. <laughs> but we were viewfind this is weird but it was also loved by some puppet masters so you, you remember when the movie Happy Time Horror or Happy Time Murders came out no it was like the R-rated Melissa McCarthy puppet movie no a couple of years ago in the in the Red Band trailer like at one point like this puppet is just jizzing everywhere oh my god it was done by the Jim Henson company and they called us and we're like we want these for our puppeteers. And like, we want 10 or 20 of them. Like, can we get a break? Or do you want to donate them? We'll put your name in the credits. And I was wow. like, Goro, the Jim Henson company just asked for viewfinds. And he's like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, what? Muppets? Sesame Street? And he's like, nothing. Wow. And I was like, we should send these to him. This would be great PR. This would be great everything. Yeah. And he's like, how many puppeteers are there in the world? Like, I don't want to sell it to them. Like, make them buy it. And I was just like, no, you idiot. So, yeah, my single greatest contribution perhaps to the world is that at some point I worked for a company that made a thing that made it easier for a puppeteer to direct puppetages yes. in a movie starring Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that to my name. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sorry, I don't even remember what the question was on that one, but I ran with it. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all good, man. That's all good. No, I think that kind of sums up all my questions that I wrote down. Um, so, what, what was what was the actual last question? Because I, I... Uh, what other forms of marketing? Oh should yes, we, uh, should so startups look into besides social media. Actually, there is a lot of power in in mail platforms, mail platforms. and automation. Um, so, as long as you use it for good and not for evil, right? Like, um, yeah, like if you say a year from now, you know, the podcast is doing well. You've got kind of a, a blog element to it to help with the SEO. And people, what you're also developing there is like some thought leadership. So like, okay, Average Fellows Podcast has things I want to hear about. Also things I want to read about. And things, like you want to be sent when the new episode's coming out. Like you yeah. want to ping everyone that has subscribed to the newsletter. Or you want to be sending them cool little bits of information. Like things that can't be quite achieved on social. Yeah. Um, is I think long form, something like that, it would probably be very helpful. Um, and I think most for most things... Um, you probably wouldn't ever want like a thing to pop up immediately like that wouldn't help you but you know at the foot of a website like subscribe here yeah 
and um, I think Mailchimp is free for the first three thousand contacts. For sure, man. Well, I mean, you pretty much answered all the questions I thought about, like asking you. I yeah. don't know if there's anything else that left out of that that you would add to that, like. Yeah, I think that covers a lot of the sort of the general stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of it can be. Like really dug into. <laughs> no, well, it gives me a lot of stuff to Google now. I'm gonna yeah. go through. I'm gonna listen to this like probably three or four times. I'm gonna go take the highlight moments and so I'm gonna Google that more. I'm gonna go like dive into that a little bit deeper mm-hmm. um, because it does. It seems like everything is like you said. It's it's a wild west a little bit. So if you can understand those big concepts, it can pay off big dividends. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think probably what you want to do, and maybe this is another time we get together to to do it more specifically, is like actually get everything and literally link them up yeah you know and um once you start seeing information coming through and you can start interpreting it that way um because also i have my work computer with me we don't need to do it now maybe this is the next time i think but i could show you like how the current company i work for does this yeah and what it looks like on that level which is you know, a different product different everything um and just just to sort of see how the ecosystem exists yeah and then yeah i think it'll i don't know yeah the more you start like thinking about this stuff it does start to make sense like pretty immediately i totally get it because i have a i had a rudimentary idea you answered a lot of questions in this conversation right now and then just from this conversation alone it gives me a launching point to be like hey i need to dive deeper into these little these streams of thought right yeah and it puts it connects a lot of circles for me so i'm i mean i'm Definitely but, excited. To but look. also, if like something like doing the keyword research, like maybe we want to do more of like a working kind of lunch thing than like than a, a like just, it's always fun to hang out. Yeah, yeah no, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get you. Um, I get we're, you. We're trying to balance these things at the moment, which is right, which is awesome. Um, but if we want to do one that's more like specifically like kind of you know creating some actionable items and, and knocking them off, um, things like here's a keyword research document. Like, this is what you should have, or this base your stuff on this. Like, what are some branded terms? Where are places? Um, it's just sort of specifically about um, the podcast. I think you know, identifying way, uh, these are just things that I had written out. Identifying certain places to strengthen or clean up branding. Yeah. Uh, just things like even making sure, like, certain, just figuring out places that, like, okay, how can we help this is, like, I think all of it is already very close. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think any of it needs to be started from scratch or anything. Like, I think it's it's just like, okay, take some of these things, clean them up, or, or you know, just try. I, I think it was like looking at the pod bean was a little busy or some things maybe, like, it's super fucking obnoxious in the world now is because everyone has a million devices. Is yeah. Like, to make graphics that fit everything. Yeah. Awful. Because they're like, oh, well, this needs to look good on a phone and a laptop and an extra, uh, it's like, oh, you need a tech. Um, that's like one of the banes of my existence is yeah. trying to make that stuff look good. Um, but even, you know, maybe something needs to be higher res, uh, little stuff like that. So trying to come up with like a list of little places that could benefit from polish. Right. So, but polish has, a, goes a long way. Yeah. With was, digital mar- in digital marketing. Absolutely. Well, and, and for me, like, um, none of anything that I think average fellows needs is, is foundational. You know, it's like, I think there are things you could probably... Uh, clean up or, or enhance right but it's not like you know oh name's bad this none of that yeah um so i think you've already like it's it's building upon what you've already done which is already like really solid 
Um, so I think that one, because for me, like the, the the pillar of the brand, getting that locked in. Yeah. Because you had a time, you know, like I said, not a lot of people looking you up. Yeah. So now I think it's the time you strengthen some of that visual identity. Okay. Um, figure out some of this keyword research and stuff. Um, perhaps you move from a pod bean to, I don't know, quite know how podcast hosting works, but maybe something like a, a square or something a little cleaner. Right. Okay. Um, well, no, I can always, the pod bean is the hosting service as far as like to create an RSS feed. Mm-hmm. I go, I, I pay through that, through them. Right. So basically that allows me to put my, my library on a feed to then shop out to different directories. Okay. So I don't need the, the pod bean, um, hosting page can oh what are you doing you can't be eating those what are you doing man um, the Podbean hosting page can always be replaced I can I can make like a square a square like a square space oh yeah I'm just thinking like to have a average fellas there's no way you can get averagefellas.com right there's just no there's no way <laughs> but averagefellas po- I I, what if you can't no, that's that's neither here nor there but like to create a website to start to connect to Google Analytics type right just so you have it um, and then through that website, though, I can also host, I can also put the, uh, an actual play, um, a, um, uh, what's that called where you put like a player in the website, right? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm no web designer. Well, basically every, Hey, get over here. Get over here. I'm not get over here. At you, Russell. I'm not looking at you. Come over here. Get around this way. It's, I can't remember what it's called, but like if I wanted to just put like my, Every new episode that drops, I can drop that episode in a player on the website, right? Yeah. And also, I can send links to Apple, to Google, to Spotify, to all okay. the different directories through a home through a actual landing page, right? A, okay. A home so page. That's great. That would be. So they, yeah, clean up the visual identity. Maybe move to a website so you can have cleaner analytics. Um, and then I would say, this would be more part of the inbound strategy, but um, doing kind of a push for some reviews. Um, and one thing I will say about that is do not do all that at the same time. Um, cause if you like flood a thing with reviews, at least when I worked on Amazon, they would like rip them all down it would look fake. And, um, so it also helps if the people leaving reviews are like, if people have left reviews on other things. Yeah. Um, but I think if you can get to like 10 reviews on sort of all major platforms, like only going to help you like so much of our world is based on stars at this point <laughs> right i know right um, so sorry, i'd say that would be another like sort of pillar of like i oh, just get a couple you, you probably have enough you know friends and people who are willing to do it to at least get a handful yeah like um that and then i think in terms of the podcast itself um it seemed like there was some mic static in one of the ones i was listening to yeah is figuring out that crackle and then maybe creating some like awesome bumpers like an in and an out. Uh, what do you mean by bumpers? Like um... like an intro bit. I, I, I only listen, uh, the one I listened to was the Jay Levity one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that would start with his. Oh music. yeah, start with his. Uh, yeah, um, completely different. Complete, completely different intro. I actually have a really good. I had a voice actor actually do my intro for me. Oh shit! Okay, so I, I did not hear that one. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> Star Bros. Star Bros. has its own sound clip, and then the the Jay Levity one did because he's an artist, right? Yeah. But typically, it's my average house podcast, uh, which is. It's it, it goes with the themes of uh, under undersell but over over provide kind of thing. I yeah. Don't know. Okay. So I'll show it to you la- later. But no, I get what you're saying. I understand that. You know for yeah. sure. 
Because those are like, other than that, like, I, I was just surprised you have such a great picture voice. <laughs> um, and then I would, I would also recommend, in terms of on the podcast, is maybe try for a little bit to do, see if like shorter would work for you. Okay. If you can try like 30 to 45 minutes, um, you know, edit it down if you have to. You leave yourself space between things so it's easier to cut. Right. I would, I would just recommend trying that a couple times and see if it it helps because I think there's almost an existential fear of clicking on something and seeing more than an hour. Yeah. Um, just because people are vying for that that, that time so much. Hey, Russell. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, So I think, you know, cutting it down a tiny bit. Okay. Just try it for a little bit. Until, yeah. Um, until you get to a larger audience and then at that point, like, and you're the fucking guy. Like, yeah. they're there for you. Talk for two hours. Exactly, yeah. Like, but I think if you give them a little bit of an in, like, I, you know, five minutes and stuff, I feel like that's bullshit. But, you know, an episode of TV or an episode of, like, a drama on TV. Right. Um, but I think there's just, like, a mental thing of, like, less than an hour. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if it, if it has to be a two-part episode, you know, it's you can do that episode. too. Yeah. Wow. And then you you have, don't have to record another one. Um, wow. Yeah. So I think that might help just lower the bar of intention to listen. Right. Because whenever I first heard about it, and I asked, was hearing about it from people, or from our friends, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. But when I was hearing about it from Perez Hilton, um, they were, I was like, oh, how long is it? And I'm like, it's like an hour and a half, man. I was like, oh, it's, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, I won't, I won't watch Jurassic Park on Netflix. That's a movie, yeah. that's a movie I deeply, deeply love. <laughs> No, and like, sense. no offense, you're never gonna be better than Jurassic Park. Yeah, no, no, I totally, I get, I know, I totally, I understand, I, I totally get it. But I think if you, if you rein it in a little bit, or just at least try it. Yeah. Um, do it for like five, ten episodes. You know, still do the long form recording that you want to do, and then see if cutting it down is making it tighter, or making it interesting. Um, but I think people seeing those numbers might be more likely once you get to sort of the organic space. I think. Right. Um, at first, anyway, it might help. I it's, think as you evolve, like you know, do as much as you want. Like so, it's funny is that uh, another two subjects, another two episodes, I got a lot of plays. One was my friend Ryan with Lifetime Landscaping. Uh, that one got a, a higher ping as far as like uh, minutes played, you know, like yeah. retention. I want people to stay and listen. And then another episode that pinged like that too was uh, my friend uh, Ronnie, who's a YouTuber. I figured obviously people want to know one of the YouTubers. That's probably why, you know. Yeah. So I gotta take. I wanted. To, I seen that. I see. Like I looked at the episodes that, you know, showed longer play time. What was that content? You know. Yeah. What did I talk great. about? You know, like you talked about, like focusing on like identifying those little things like that. So no, I get it. Like oh, I'm totally. Gonna, I want to tweak. At, at a point, you're gonna have like a bunch of fucking spreadsheets. And yeah. It'll be super boring, but that's it, gonna be crucial. Right. Yeah. Or like I'm, I'm a notebook person. Um, I write everything down. I have like ten different notebooks that I that run my life. Yeah. Um, well, you see not as effective as scribbles and stuff like that on every. I got papers over here. Yeah. I, yeah. I record audio notebooks too. I record. I'm recording this right now. You know, yeah. just so I can keep it to you know to stay fresh on it or whatever. Which is great. And I, this is, I guess this is jumping a tiny bit, but I also think. And this, I was talking to a friend of mine who was like dabbling in streaming or twitching or whatever. Um, this guy in Colorado, and he's had like some sort of weird luck with it, but he doesn't want to like actually pursue it. Yeah. 
he's just sort of doing it and he's like yeah now like a hundred people show up when I do this like, what the fuck but I think yeah Instagram and YouTube are gonna be your friends yeah and if you can start pulling out like 30 to 60 second snippets from videos uh, and make like fun little digestible things yeah um, and also I imagine on YouTube you just want to have the full things as well it seems that way with music when we were doing Damn Good Dog it's yeah. like yeah you put all your music on YouTube just because you have to um <laughs> hey get over here no? okay. um oh, I didn't jump at that one haha <laughs> Russell um see so yeah, I, I think there's like a, a lot of stuff in terms of little content strategy like there are a ton of things. Right, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too, for yeah. you. I have, I, have, I have, you know, auxiliary ex- excitement about this. Thank you. No, I appreciate um, it. I appreciate it. And I'm also super down to help with a bunch of stuff. Like, like I said, I'm an hour away, but um, it's the pandemic. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I guess shit to do. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't want you to think that this is like a, a one and done kind of deal or anything. No, 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 I completely, I understand, I completely get it. Yeah, but, and I do think they're some kind of, like, working lunch, or whatever, <laughs> you will, where we actually, like, go through and set up some of these things, and, and yeah. once you see it, like, strung together, you'll completely Well, you said, you talked about, like, it. creating a cohesive, like, cleaning up some of those, refining those things, right? I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can work on that. That could be something I do first, yeah. you know, hopefully try to master that, and then, like, you... I mean that can take that could be like you just you know sh- you know look online real quick be like yo well it looks a little funky yeah straighten it out a little bit whatever you know clean up that text or something give me something a little more high resolution that's all it could be right yeah so I mean f- until we sc- until I you know we get back together and we do a whole entire working lunch or kind of like that I could be working on that in the meantime yeah could be and I'm also super down to help with anything that I can help with sweet um, sweet is like. Yeah, like I said, pandemics. <laughs> Dude, start a um, podcast, man. Start a podcast. Yeah, well, that's, so, what you can, that's what you guys can do, man. Well, see, well, my thought is, you know, uh, help you to expand this, and then when the comic is ready, there's a right, pod, right, right. There's a platform for me to help hawk it. <laughs> of course, dude. Of course, I would yeah. do that. Well, see, that's the thing too. Okay, so you imagine this: I build a whole entire brand around Average Fellows podcast or the Average Fellows sort of idea, right? Yeah. And I say, well, look, here's, go to my website, go to averagefellowspodcast.com. On there, you'll see my book that I wrote. Mm-hmm. I'm an average fellow just like you. And I wrote a book. I'm selling a book online just like you. I'm literally, I'm, I don't, I'm not a smart dude. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a tinker. That's what I think I am. Like, if there was anybody that was me, um, you know, I was, I had a MySpace band. I'm just like you, you know? <laughs> And then I had a MySpace band. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. And then I'll be like, yo, look, I even put together a board game, man. This is an idea I had. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I asked people for their opinions about it. I continued to develop it, put it in a box. I'm selling it online. I'm an average fella just like you. These yeah. are my products, right? These are my ideas. I own them. Nobody else does. You know, nobody else owns these but me. And I'm selling them to you. And all I need is three thousand. All I need is a hundred thousand units sold. Of yeah. my products, you know, I just need a hundred thousand units sold of each of them, and you know what? I can, I can be a millionaire because my product might be what a board game could be twenty dollars. Yeah, you easily. sell a hundred thousand of them. What's twenty times a hundred thousand? That's twenty million dollars. That's what two million dollars. Yeah, that's two million. So it just like so I'm thinking in my head like, wow, who should, who could you know like why 
if if I can if you can you know so that's going to be the the marketing kind of not marketing but the the, the branding idea behind it right yeah oh absolutely I and think... then I interview small business owners I interview somebody hey man I started I have a bakery I'm really yeah, passionate I, about I think the thing that gets you through the door really is the fact that it is covertly I mean very lightly covertly a uh, entrepreneur podcast really exactly um, and you can also fit in time for like some Star Wars shit. Like, Star, <laughs> Star, Star Wars is average spells podcast, right? So, like, at the end of the day, so the board game idea I came out with too. I came out. I thought about too is maybe I can introduce an episode that's like uh, Friday night game night, right? Where mm-hmm. I bring on somebody uh, to talk about a board game, talk about a game that they play with their family, yeah. You know, um, talk about experiences or whatever, and then what it does is average. It caters to the average fellows community. Not only are you getting your ideas here you're also being serviced in a community of people right you're being mm-hmm. there's a community attached to it which also co- kind of comes back to the idea about my church right i figured yeah what can i give people value but also provide like friendship right so yeah, that's yeah. the double that's the my marketing like not my, not my marketing scheme but like i think ultimately what's going to make my brand or my product stand out yeah is creating the community to partner with those great ideas right so absolutely Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. Once again, that was the conversation I had with my friend Daniel, who's been on the Monday chats for the Web Traffic Roundtable uh, chats that we've been having on Mondays. Uh, and this was a conversation we had eight months ago. So once again, guys, uh, thank you for listening to Average Fellows Podcast. Hey, leave us a review. Leave us a like, man. I really hope that these conversations that we've been having has been giving some value to you guys, giving some perspective. If you have a project that you're trying to put out there on the internet, that's what we're here for, Web Solutions, Average Fellows Podcast, man. I believe that we can all work together to get our dream or to make it out there, put a little bit of ourselves out there in the world and be, you know, sort of useful, not be sort of, but be useful to other people, man. That's what it's all about. And uh, we're here to help, uh, help the average fellows dream out. So anyways, peace and love.